just when you thought there was no hope for baby boomers. It's the Rational Boomer Podcast. Logic, common sense, compassion. Yeah, who knew? Now, here's Mike. We are back on the Rational Boomer Podcast. Hopefully your day is going well. We are headed into a Tuesday and we've got a we've got a little different kind of show than we've normally had. You know, normally I have people coming on the show of a like mind. You know, people like uh, Tony Michaels a while back, Ed the other day, or some of the listeners that come on the show. Uh, we did have one person who was a Trump fan that was on the show, and that kind of went uh, weird. But now, now we've got well, well, he was a Trump fuck. He is, but <laughs> but now who we have on the show is Mark, and 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 Mark, you know, having talked to him, he's kind of an interesting study. First of all, the difference he has over the previous. Uh, Brian, or whoever we had with the Trump fuck thing, is he's articulate, he's intelligent, he's calm. So this will make for an interesting conversation. I don't know that Mark and I are as far apart as Brian and I were, but we're far enough apart where the conversation is going to be interesting. So, Mark, welcome to the show. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day, out of your night, to come and sit down and talk to me. Oh, come on. This is a welcome break from my usual existence. <laughs> what do you do usually? Well, just keep in mind, I am mostly blind. Okay. And that severely limits my range. And my options. And, okay, well, it, 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 it obviously, um, you're obviously an intelligent guy and an articulate guy. So this should be a good conversation. And if we can liven things up for you one night for, for an hour or so, Thanks, and because it, it's going to liven up my night a bit, too, so I appreciate that. Now, Mark and I have been going back and forth with emails, and initially when I heard from Mark, I, I, I suggest, I, I assumed he was a, well, as you said, Mark, a Trumplefuck, um, but then I wasn't sure because he kind of went back and forth. He said some things. So as we get into this conversation, Mark, why don't you just kind of lay out your mindset in terms of the political climate in this country? Because I think you have a little different approach than people might expect. Well, as you know, I am a father of eight, seven, seven girls. One, one was a stepchild, but essentially seven girls and, uh, and one boy. And all of them now are, my youngest is 22. My eldest, my not, my, oh, let's put it this way. My natural daughter is, is 32, 33 now. Um, so I've been through the um, grinder, if you will, of public education. And thank God all of my kids were gone before COVID came along and totally fucked up everything. Right. Um, but one of the interesting things about that period of time, which, of course, I did not personally get to experience because all my kids were long gone and far away, right. um, was the reality of parents listening in on Zoom calls. Now, I know you may or may not remember this, but 
parents were actually trying, I mean, forgive me, teachers were actually trying to forbid parents from listening in on those Zoom calls. So we don't really know how long this particular shit has been going on, but it's certainly come out um, since then. And that is this um, Marxist CRT <laughs> um, shit show, if you will. So, um, so what you're suggesting is that in our public schools, they're teaching Marxism and CRT. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying Marxism necessarily, because that implies people know what they're talking about. Um, yeah. But they are promoting Marxist ideology, whether they realize it or not. Now, Black Lives Matter, if I might, um, stated that they are trained Marxists. They're, they're, they're not pretending for one second to be anything other than um, Marxists. Um, but I think there's a goodly number of individuals who really do not understand just what Marxism entails and think that they are being fair and kind and accepting and blah, blah, blah. When in reality, um, I, I believe that they are uh, ripping children to pieces, you know, metaphysically, metaphysically and um, really damaging um, both future generations and um, and this country. So for me, um, I am very glad that I did not have to deal with that crap. Now, let, um, let me let ahead. me let me let me stop you there. Uh, my wife uh, it was a teacher. She's retired after thirty two years. The last year she taught was during the whole Zoom thing during COVID. And uh, she's of a mind that uh, during that period, these kids learn nothing. Uh, one of the problems with having parents coming in and out of the Zoom thing is their distraction. And sometimes, I'll put it to you this way, Mark. I, I think most of the problems in this country can be traced back to shitty parents because we have a lot of shitty parents in this, in this world, in this country. Uh, but the whole Zoom thing... And, and the education thing that they took on at that point, absolute failure, did not work. I don't even think it, it's necessarily a good representation of what public education is. Now, that said, there's plenty of problems with public education. I know that for a fact. Um, I don't know that Marxism and CRT, I can't tell you, and I don't think you can tell me, one school that teaches CRT. That's not something that is being taught in high schools or grade schools or junior high schools. There's not one school that teaches CRT. That's why I don't understand the complaint. Okay, well, let me explain then. When I was in high school, I took a, I took a course on semantics. And um, it was an advanced course, as you might suspect. And I think the whole argument over critical race theory is intentionally confused um, we, I understand that critical race theory, as it's defined by um, many people, is strictly a college-level course. Um, now, you said you have not gone to college. Is that true? No, I went to college for about a year and a half. I didn't okay. finish college. All right. So 
My wife does have a master's, though, so she went to okay. four years and a master's. Well, that's better than having to go in for a piled higher and deeper. And I paid for two kids to go to college, so I got some experience <laughs> did, in college. Where, you did. Where did you? Well, no, that's it's, it's not relevant. Um, um, so anyway, um, in my experience, um, you know, as, as as an accountant, I you have to go to college. Right. And and um, so when I went to college, um, accountancy was a bitch, but there was no social justice shit whatsoever. The closest we ever got to social justice, at least in the classes that I attended, was, you know, occasionally you'd get some some guy who who majored in uh, black studies. Um, and, and, And of course, they were black. But, you know, none of that crap ever entered into accountancy. Um, now I understand it's quite different. And pretty much everything has to a degree been tainted. I mean, you, I mean how can you possibly come across any accountant who has any need for social justice? You know, it, there, there, is, there, there, is no, there, there is no tie in there. Well, well, tell me, tell, tell me this though. As somebody who was taking journalism, as I was taking, why is there a need for mathematics courses? I mean, that that's the kind of thing that's in college all the time, and in high school, you have to take certain courses to get through it. Well, I will tell you, sir, that there is lower division and there's upper division. Now, if you've only been in college for a year and a half, it's very unlikely you ever had anything in upper division. Um, but lower division is an attempt to make you a well-rounded individual. Right. Now, I, I would have I agreed with you. What in the fuck am I doing learning Calculus statistics? or statistics, yeah. Uh, yeah, calculus. Ooh, jeez. I had to take that thing twice. Right. Um, so you, you, you wouldn't really see a need, for example, for finite math. Uh, statistics is the worst you're going to get. Um, calculus is the worst you're going to get. There are far higher levels of, of math out there. And I can't, I understand calculus. There was a, um, there was a course called senior level economics. Um, it was one of the last courses you had to take to get your degree. And that had a very practical application that could essentially be defined as if you could you know how how to maximize your profits there was a there's a scientific way to maximize your profits and it can basically be defined as if you you never make the most profit by renting out for example all of your apartments if all of your apartments are basically full all the time your rents are too low and that was the takeaway that I took from, you know, three years of really confusing, uh, I didn't like it at all, math. Um, can, can, now, can, can, can I offer something ahead. else? You know, I, I have a business background, too, and I've owned some businesses. You say that if, you're, if, you're, if your apartment building is full, you're too low. Or maybe you're just exactly where you're supposed to be. It's not just too no. low. It may be no, priced absolutely. 
Why not? Well, I cannot give you the mathematical proof. <laughs> well, I mean, 40 years ago, I could have, but now, now it's impossible. But it was, it was, it was very clear at the time. If all your apartments are full, and this was borne out by some asshole that I used to work for. Yeah. Um, he he would pile on work for his staff and pile it on and pile it on until people started to quit. And then he would back up just a little bit and keep them right there. Right. Um, and that, that that's how he maximizes profit. Um, likewise with the apartment example. Um, I got to ask you, a question, though. What does all this have to do with critical race theory? I mean, that was the question. I asked you, <laughs> do we teach critical race theory? And you go into some uh, accounting explanation. I, I know you're trying well, to get to something, but, you know, let's 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 perhaps, be direct about this. This perhaps, this this is one of the problems with Republicans. They they divert, they distract. And uh, I'm not going to let you do that here. Well, now, that's very that's very kind of you. <laughs> uh, certainly, certainly um, I, I am not trying to divert. Um what I am saying is that the curriculum changes based on factors that we may not know. And once again, critical race theory is supposedly only taught in college. But it is a Marxist philosophy, um, and parts of it do find its way into high school and perhaps even earlier. You know, I, once again, I'm not in the education business anymore. I'm not arguing where my kids are going to go to college. Um, but suffice to say that critical race theory um, is the term that. That the was, Republicans created in the last three years. It isn't, well, wasn't can, even a thing. I mean, let, let me ask you this. Be, that I may mean, be your opinion. But once well, again, keep in mind, it is well, your opinion. Well, it's my and opinion. So, and it's my show. So might, it's my opinion. If, if I might, that's why. Virginia is now in the hands of a Republican governor because the Democratic governor was totally okay with that philosophy. That's that's now you said you're in Minneapolis. I'm in Minneapolis. And and critical race theory was never taught in 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 in, in the schools in, in Virginia either. You know, it was okay. th this okay. is what that's Republicans do. They create a problem and they start spewing is it as if it's real, and, and a certain faction of people, the lesser of us, believe this stuff, and that's how they get by with it. The problem is the Republicans have controlled the narrative, and that's where the Democrats have to change it. They talk too loud and too long, and the Democrats allowed them to get away with it. Now that's got to change. So you identify as a Democrat? No. I'm not a really? Democrat. No, I'm not a Democrat at all. I never have been a Democrat or a Republican. Uh, I don't look how, at I don't look at this how, as a fight between Democrats and Republicans. I look at this as a fight against them against us. I mean, right now we have a dumpster fire with the Republican Party. I mean, what's going on there is almost frightening in terms of the future of this country. So I have to. I remember, you, I, I remember I, you saying that in our emails, but once again, you know, I asked you, just what are you seeing that you think it's a dumpster fire? Uh insurrection attempting a coup stealing top oh, secret documents you, you're saying that didn't happen are you saying that didn't happen there I was no saying, insurrection i am saying that when those idiot republicans were goaded into entering the white house 
that that was not an insurrection. It was oh, a bunch come of on. Dumbasses. No, well, no, no. We, yeah, that, that's we're, fine. We're, that's fine to say that. But we know well, now that there was plans ahead of time. They've been laid out. They've been identified. There is evidence that they were planning the fake electors, that they had planned to attack the Capitol. They had guns off the property to go back and get when they came back. All that was there. There were plans here. It's not a bunch of dumbasses that just got out of hand. That's a ridiculous think, comment. No, I know that for a you, fact based you, on the facts. you think that there were guns out there? There were guns out there. They found guns. First of all, they found guns uh, just off the property because they were looking at a second charge. There were guns found at the Capitol. And even if there were only a few guns at the Capitol, there was bear spray. There were flagpoles. There were pipes. There were all kinds of weapons. A weapon doesn't have to be a gun. People were injured and killed because of these dumb fucks were, you know, Donald Trump incited a bunch of dumb fucks and they bought it and now they're in jail and they fucking deserve well, it who was killed there were police officers that were killed you know perfectly well that's not the case oh it's not no it's not there was <laughs> see, one see, individual mark, mark where do you get you, where do you get your information what's your source for news where do you go well i'll tell you where i don't go uh, no i want to know where you do no. go are you ashamed of telling me where you do go? No, I'm not ashamed. I simply then tell me. Easy. Okay, well, if you want me to just delineate all the sources that I follow, just give me one. Um, well, I I like to follow Matt Pool, okay. um, no, Tim Pool. Sorry, Tim Pool. Okay. Um, I like to. I you know I I never watch Fox. I never watch CNN. I never ever watch MSNBC. I don't read the New York Times. I don't read the Washington Post. Um, I did. I, I did find the Hunter Biden laptop story from the uh, the New York was it the New York Post? Quite interesting, and I found it very interesting when it was banned. Um, I uh, I generally, um, for example, I like to watch. Um, I can't remember her name. Um, she had well. So suffice to say that I browse all over the place. And um, it's entirely possible that I um, am misled by following um, sources that have an agenda. But I think that's true for pretty much anybody. We all tend to, we all tend to, uh, what's the word, confirmation bias? And um, we, I, I think it's relevant that you have a appreciation of your confirmation bias. Um, as I pointed out in the email that, you know, we had, um, you have a very definite confirmation bias. I don't have a confirmation bias. If I'm looking at actual facts, you have to understand where I get my sources. I look at all sources. I get the stories and then I go deeper and I cross section every possible source. I can take a look at the facts, throw out the shit that doesn't make sense. See the things that are corroborated. And and, and when you get the, and when you get the facts, you still believe that a police officer died in the Capitol Hills riot. Yeah, absolutely. how, 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 about, how about the gentleman that almost died, the, the police officer that was tased and beaten and had a heart attack, and they still didn't let up on him? Thankfully, he lived, but he could have died. 
I mean, what they were doing out there was absolutely lethal. They were saying, I want to kill Nancy Pelosi and Mike Pence. And that was the intention. So don't tell me it's a bunch of guys just getting out of hand. That's fucking bullshit, and you know it. Okay, well, no, I don't know it, sir. Yes, and well, I have, well, that's sad I, if you don't. I, well, that may very well be true. Because um, I've watched the congressional hearings on this, and I've listened, and I haven't found anything that I have found. <laughs> now, look at me. I'm starting, I'm, I'm starting to um, start. And that is, that, no, I, I can't tell you. It's been a long time. Um, so I want to tone down the, the emotion a little bit here. My emotions uh, so are I, fine. I just, well, okay, your emotions are fine. They, and that's probably a reflection of your time in radio. Yeah. But, um, I do not want to let my emotions get out of, get out of hand because I do not buy into the, um, the police officer death okay. and, you know, you, it, you, you well, do. So that's fine. Let's just well, say you, that's a point where we disagree you, and move on. You're dealing with one little thing. Let's let's also go into the fact that there were 140 police officers injured in this. Say there was no death. Say there was no death. You don't think 140 police officers injured is worrisome? That's not of concern to you? No, that doesn't again, tell you something? You're saying that didn't happen. Are you saying that didn't happen? The only person I know who died was that young Navy veteran. And she deserved um, it. Well, sir, I'm not sure I know of anybody who deserves to be shot from behind a closed door. Um, you, once again, you, you may say you're not emotionally invested, but you certainly sound emotionally invested. And I think it's best if we just, Agree to disagree and move on to something else that you. No, 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 no. Let, let, let me ask you a question. Are you in favor of uh, the Second Amendment? Correct. I'm assuming you are. You're, you're a supporter of the Second Amendment. Everybody should have guns. You, you believe that, or do you have some variation on that? I don't know if I would say everyone should have guns. Um, I, I will tell you that when, um, when this whole COVID thing started, and there was a certain amount of fear that police officers were not going to be available. And that's certainly true, I think, in Minneapolis. Um, now, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't Minneapolis where you have that large contingent of uh, of Muslims? Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, we do have a large... I, I haven't kept track of how many, but we do have I our think, share I, I of Muslim think, people here. Yeah. I, I think Dearborn is is the... Um, Michigan. Highest, yeah. Is that Michigan? Okay. So, yeah. So, so perhaps I'm not as... Uh, we do uh, have a large uh, contingent of, uh, uh, of Muslim people here. Um, uh, so we have, did, you not, did you not hear about the um, Muslim protesters on that school board in Dearborn? Did that, did that not cross your newsfeed? I've seen a lot of stories. 
I mean, this this whole country is volatile, and we are having violent situations. Uh, you know, I, I, th- 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 this is one thing I wanted to get to, because I think you're going to get to this, too. Uh, I don't know the full story about these Muslims in Dearborn, because I live in Minneapolis. It, it wasn't a huge national story that I saw, otherwise I would have looked into it. But I know a lot of people of your mindset like to say, well, they had the insurrection, but the BLM riots. There's a vast difference between trying to overthrow a country, overthrow a government, than, than oh, unrest right in the there. streets. We've had unrest in the streets since since I was born. The 60s were rife with unrest in the streets because of civil rights, because of women's rights, because of the Vietnam War. So that's not not something we haven't seen before. It happens, and it's not good. Overthrowing a government, that's a little different situation. That doesn't happen. Okay. I find, once again, I find that narrative to be at best disingenuous. Now, you can say that there were all kinds of guns stashed away. And if not guns, then at least, I don't know, flagpoles or batons or who knows what. Um, And I am in no position to dispute it because I have not heard that. It hasn't been brought up by any of the sources that I tend to stumble across. Um, And trust me, I am well acquainted with Nancy Pelosi. She's in my state. I cannot even email her because I am not in her district. Um, If you tried to email Nancy Pelosi, you would have to enter your zip code. And if it's not one of the zip codes that she represents, you're not going to get through. Um, So we, we all have our perspectives. And I'm not saying that you're it's right or wrong, but I would absolutely object to the characterization of uh, January 6th as an insurrection. That's just ludicrous. And you obviously do not agree, and that's fine. <clears throat> let, me, let me read something to you here. Uh, sure. th- this is coming from NBC News. This is from October 12th. A member of the Oath Keepers who took an AR-15 to a Virginia hotel on the eve of January 6th riot described entering a room filled with a large stash of weapons in a seditious conspiracy trial. He said this under oath. And this okay. is a story I've heard any number of times. So if this just bunch of guys well, getting out of hand, why would they have a stash of guns? And why would Donald Trump make an effort to hold back the National Guard by way of Michael Flynn's uh, brother, who is a leader and was in charge of letting the National Guard go? They stood back for three hours. The National Guard should have been sent out the moment there was any kind of incident out there. But Donald Trump sitting in his fucking dining room and michael flynn's brother is holding these people back how 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 do you how do you rectify or or explain how that's not insurrection or not a plan well once again you may have heard of a uh, individual supposedly in a motel in not a motel mirage hotel in vegas who shot a shitload of people um and his room was full of guns Right. And I, I don't know. This is what aboutism, though. You, no, you're, you're not no, addressing I, the issue. You can't answer the I, issue, so you give me something else to think about, down. and I, I don't accept calm that. Down. No, don't tell me to calm down on my show. Well, sir, if you're going to lie, or or you're, you, you're going to divert, sir. I'm going to I'm going to call you out on it. I told you that before we went on. 
I am not attempting to divert. What I am telling you is that simply because a bunch of Oath Keepers had a hotel room full of guns, and we don't know how many guns because NBC's not going to tell us. Um, I, I still don't, I'm not arguing the veracity of that story. I'm just arguing the consequence. There is just zero chance a bunch of um, oath keepers, whatever those are, um, would have been able to overthrow the government. Um, and they certainly, if that was their intent, I believe that they would have gone in immediately, not you know held back and <laughs> you know, that NBC News report on on a gun. Now, once again, once again, I think this it is fair enough to say that this is a point that we're we're just not going to really move on because we don't have the same sources. Well, it we doesn't. Well, we're talking about facts here. I'm not even talking about sources. I mean, you're suggesting that there's no way they could overthrow the government. You know that's not what they were trying to do per se, not directly. What they were trying to do was disrupt the counting of the electoral votes so there would be some uncertainty. So then Donald Trump could send it back to the states where he thought he could win and be put back as a president. This okay, is, well, this, 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 this let's is, go ahead. Wait, this is, wait, this is all let me, out there. Let me People can see it. Let me end. Well, apparently not. But let me respond real fast. If that was the case, it was very poorly handled. Donald Trump did not get what he wanted. And I think we should just go ahead and move on to your next point. Well, and you make an excellent point there, a point I've made a number of times on this podcast is that, that of course it didn't work. I mean, that's the ironic thing. This was planned. They had meetings in the Mayflower Hotel. They had meetings in the White House with Ginny Thomas. They had guns. They had plans. They had fake electors. They had all this stuff. They had control in the executive branch. They had control with William Barr in the uh, judicial branch. And they even have sway in the in the supreme court and they still fucking failed and you know why because donald trump always fucks up everything he's ever done he's fucked up well i like to think he did a number of things that were pretty good for a lot of people but i will concede that there is an interpretation out there and that that interpretation may or may not be accurate let me ask you this you say donald trump did some good things name two Oh, two. Okay. Well, the Abraham Accords was was quite very, very beneficial. And you mean move, the, moving, uh, moving, moving the uh, um, embassy to Jerusalem? Is that what you're saying? No, no. That's that's a totally different issue. Okay. Tell me about um, the Abraham Accords because I apparently don't know enough about that. Have you heard of them? Sure. Okay. Do you know what they did? I'm asking you to explain that. Go ahead. I don't know okay, enough well, about it. I can't speak intelligently about it. I'll own that. Well, then, okay, well, then let's just say that I consider that to be one of the good things he did, as well as moving the embassy. You know, every president, for God knows how many presidents, have promised to move the embassy. Trump did it. Also, did did you, do you know what, um, God, I'm trying to think of the right name here. Um, it's It's a... It's a tax plan that um, the Democrats positively hated. Um, I want to say SNAP, but that's not accurate. 
Are you talking about the tax plan? This is really the only thing that Donald Trump got across is uh, is what you're talking about the tax cut that Donald Trump did in 2017. No. You're not no, talking I'm about trying, that. That's right. You know that's no. you know that's all bullshit, right? Okay. That, that tax okay. cut is what? ridiculous. Okay. I'm sure in your opinion it no, is. No, not in my opinion. Yeah. The, here, here are the facts about that tax cut. The tax cut gave $2 trillion to the rich people in perpetuity. They gave us crumbs, okay? They gave us crumbs, the middle class, just to just to make it look like we're getting something. And then they took it away because it was only temporary. And now every two years, the taxes of the middle class are going to go up. Please explain to me how Donald Trump did something good in that situation other than give rich people fucking money. Um, I am really trying to um, remember the acronym. But suffice to say, it it allows... Um, individuals to deduct their state taxes from their federal form. Um, do you know what I'm referring to here? I, I, I'm, I'm not sure, but I also know that they took away our right to write off uh, mortgages and, and, and other things, too. So they may have gave you a little, they may have given you a taste, but they took away a lot. And that's why our taxes are going up every two years. They're going up okay. this year. And they're going to blame Biden, but it's all Donald Trump. It's Donald Trump's tax cut. And he did nothing, zero for the middle class. I, I challenge you to tell me one thing he did for the middle class. Well, it wouldn't matter. If I was still an account, if I was still an accountant, I was keeping up on these issues. Because no matter what I might have said or what I might have learned, you very clearly are in no way, shape, or form willing to concede a damn thing. Absolutely not. I, am- I mean, people always say that to me. They say, "Why can't you see the other side?" Well, when we're talking about insurrection, when we're talking about criminality and corruption, I'm sorry, I can't side with you. It's fucking okay, wrong. There's right and wrong. I'm sure that's a very that, that's a great comfort to you. I am somewhat more jaded in, in that. Um, but suffice to say that the Democrats have tried ever since Biden got elected to repeal this particular um, proviso, and I have all as an accountant, I I, I definitely approved of what Trump did there. Um, it it. California and New York were basically requiring every other state to subsidize um, those people who, who could take advantage of, of this loophole, if you will. And Trump, he didn't destroy it. He cut it back to 10%. So they can still do it. But that took a lot of money out of very wealthy hands and but he gave I, him a $2 trillion tax cut. He may have taken okay. money out of his hands in that, but he gave him a $2 trillion tax cut. So don't tell okay. me he's, he, he's, he's not, he, he's taken away money from the rich. That's not at all what he fucking did. Just the right. opposite. Okay. Once again, why don't we move on to the next topic? Okay. Okay. We're going to take a break here in about five, six minutes, but, um, you mentioned, and we'll probably have to carry this over, you mentioned that you voted for Obama. Twice, yes. Twice. And then you, then you voted for Donald Trump, Trump because you felt like he, he offered more than, no, than no, Hillary. I, no, I did not vote 
because I like Trump. I voted because I absolutely despised Hillary. Okay. Okay. And, you know, I get that. I, you know, I've talked to people about this, and I said, you know, to be perfectly honest, before the 2016 election, as much as I didn't want to see him win, I made a bet with people saying he's going to win. And the reason no, he's going to he, reason he I was going to win, that, you bet. That he win, and I lost. Well, yeah, and 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 so the reason reason I believe he he won was uh, a signal that that politicians of all ilks, Republican and Democrat, should take note of. They were tired of the standard shit. They were sta- tired of being ignored. They were tired of 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 uh, establishment politics, and Hillary Clinton was. An icon in establishment uh, politics. I didn't like. I don't like Hillary Clinton or Bill Clinton for that fucking matter. Uh, but oh, I admire Bill. Well, yeah, I admire kind of some of the things he did, but uh, he could have done so much more if he didn't fuck up. Well, I think I think he might be asking a little bit much. He wasted um, his whole second term by screwing up like he did. What did he accomplish in his second term? I have no idea. I have no. I have no authority yeah. on Bill Clinton's first or second term. Anyway, anyway, you vote now. Now, let me see here. What what we got for time? Maybe we should well, go ahead. Take a break. I, uh, at, at this point, at I'll this point, what, I don't have to do much. So I'll just camp out here and uh, wait for you to come back. We'll take we'll take a break, and we will be right back. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. All right, we are back, and uh, I'm talking to Mark. We are on opposite sides on many things in terms of politics, and uh, I always enjoy these kinds of conversations because I think this is when people actually learn things. Whatever side you're on, you can learn some things, and, and, and I appreciate that opportunity. Now, Mark, when we were talking before we went on, I get the impression that uh, you think – the real problem for Donald Trump is he's got a bad rap from the media. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not a fan of the media. Having been in the media, I can tell you what, this: the media is fucked, and it's one of our biggest problems in this country. But do you sense that Donald Trump's not as bad as he's being made out to be? He's just getting a bad rap? I think when you have 95%, and this is not my opinion, um, as you like to say, it's a fact, Um when you have 95% bad press, it's kind of hard to get a, make a good impression on people. Mm-hmm. Yet he won an election. He had an, you know, I, I think he thrived off the negative press. I mean, the whole reason he even was a serious candidate is because he was good TV. He was a shit show every time he ended up on CNN or MSNBC, those two are probably the most responsible for getting Donald Trump elected. They gave him credibility, legitimacy by putting him on TV every day because it generated listen or viewers for them, and which generated money. Um, but I think I think he thrived off the negative stuff. I mean, it obviously well, didn't hurt him. 
you, you do know that Trump got political advice from Bill Clinton. I'm sorry? Donald Trump got political advice from Bill Clinton. Oh, no question. He was a big supporter of Hillary and Bill both. He gave him a lot of money. No, 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 no. Yeah, he did. He was a supporter. Bill, he was a Democrat. Bill Clinton served as a consultant to Trump's political aspirations. Now, I can't tell you, obviously, um, what he was thinking or what he was hoping, but Trump was a friend. And um, he was a Democrat in New York for the longest damn time. Yeah. And um, certainly was a uh, was a very well appreciated um, source of money when he was a Democrat. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Now he has, you know, become the anathema of of, of true Democrats everywhere, and um, you know that's that's fine. I mean. If, if he managed, if he managed to uh, totally scorch Hillary Clinton's political ambitions, if he did nothing else, that was a real blessing. So, so you trying to get me to believe <laughs> Donald Trump is running for president against um, Hillary Clinton, and Bill Clinton was Donald Trump's advisor. I never saw anything no. like that. Where where would you get that? Where would that come from? I mean, you said he was a, an advisor of Donald Trump. No, I didn't say he was an advisor. Yes, I you said, did. You said advisor. Well, then let me correct myself so I will be more clear. Please. Before Trump did anything relating to running for the presidency, he went to Bill Clinton and asked his advice on how to move forward. I'm not saying that Bill Clinton was coaching Trump during his campaign yeah. or since then. I'm just saying before Trump ever made a move, he talked it over with Bill Clinton. Now, well, once also, again, he also talked it over that, to Roger Stone. Do you think Bill Clinton took him seriously? I mean, he wasn't even a legitimate candidate well before the election. Nobody took him seriously about being a presidential candidate. Well, that's a nice opinion, and perhaps you're right, but it is just an opinion. I don't know what people were thinking. I am not some what's what's the you know what's the word I'm looking for here? Some soothsayer. To tell you what other people were thinking. But see, 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 this the, the what what you're doing is you're throwing out information that could be maybe, but I don't really know. I mean, at some point, well, again, at some point, you have to have a real sense of what you believe, as opposed to just kind of being wishy-washy about it and saying, "Well, it could be this, but I'm not sure because I don't know." That doesn't tell anybody anything. Come on, you're more certain so, than that. So, your argument, if I understand it correctly, is that you have to stand firm in an ideology before you can be taken seriously. You have to stand firm in facts. Ideology is one thing, but facts are another thing. I mean, you can't deny facts when you're talking about Donald Trump. He's been, a okay, abj well, he's been an abject failure in business, in spite of the fact he went off that he was a successful businessman. 
His dad gave him a half a billion dollars, which he pissed away. He filed bankruptcy six times. At one point, he or he lost more money than any other one person in the country. It was a billion dollars over like five or six years. This guy is not a good businessman. He's not a good deal maker. And when and, and people bought the bullshit. A certain faction of people that didn't like Hillary Clinton that wanted a change, and they got the change, and they fucked up. <laughs> it's amazing to hear you say that with Biden in the White House. Um, well, what's your problem with Biden? Tell me what he's done wrong here. What has Biden done wrong? Yeah, I don't think this is Biden. I don't. I don't see this as Biden's presidency in any way, shape, or form. Whose is it? Obama's. <laughs> so Obama's controlling Biden. Well, somebody certainly is. Why? Why does that have to be? Well, do you remember Obama back in 2008? Yeah. What color was his hair? What do you mean, what color was his hair? It was dark? It's a very simple question. What color was his hair? It was black. Yeah. What was his color? What was the color of his hair in 2012? I'm sorry, 2016. He was graying. That shit happens, man. I got gray hair for Christ's sake. Are you trying to tell me that that's some conspiracy theory because he got no. gray hair? What does that mean? Why no. do you even bring that up? If I might, well, I am please. saying, geez, let me try. Um, being the president is a very stressful job. Yeah. It ages you. It certainly aged Obama. It certainly aged Trump. It hasn't bothered Clinton at all, because I don't think Clinton suffers under the stress of the presidency. Maybe not. What does that have to do with Obama controlling Biden? Again, you're not addressing well, the question. I, you're saying I, I Obama am, is controlling sir, him. How? I told, I told you that somebody is controlling Biden. Biden is not the leader of the United States at this time. How do you know that? Where is the evidence that shows that? I mean, you can just say anything. I mean, I could say Donald Trump was a reptilian and from outer space. Just because I say it doesn't mean it's fucking true. You got to have some evidence. And this is the problem with Trump Fox. They say shit, but they have no evidence. And when they're asked for evidence, they they do the whataboutism or they divert or they distract. And, you know, I, wish, I have a problem I when people to, I, do that. I wish to point out that. You were not going to call names. Clearly, that did not last an hour. <laughs> well, we talked about Trumplefuck in the beginning, and a Trumplefuck is a Trumplefuck. I'm not specifically calling no. you a Trumplefuck, and even if I did, who fucking cares? The point is, I'm asking you a question, and you continue to not answer it. You say Biden is being controlled by someone. Please tell you, me how. Tell me how you know that. You give me some evidence. Keep on rolling. No, see, yeah, I do, you, you, because wait, you're not answering wait. the question. Answer the question. I? How can I? You're, you can. All, you're, all, you're always there telling me <laughs> what I am or I am not doing. You watch Biden stumble around trying to figure out where in the hell he's supposed to go next. Do you really think he's, I mean, I wouldn't expect anybody, to, you know, he's gone out of his way to give no validity to anybody who wants to give him a cognitive test. So it's it's kind of hard to present any evidence. And Biden would approve of that. Biden has been very clear that he sees plausible deniability as the reason he can get away with so much. 
And <laughs> but what has he gotten away with? Tell me what law he's broken or what kind of norm he's broken. Because I can give you a list that Donald Trump did. Give me the oh, give me I, give me something specific I can chew on here. I I'm not sure what you're asking for. I'm not sure that I can see this is this is what this is what you do. You spew stuff, but you have nothing to back it up. You heard it from some place who heard it from some place and you believe it's real. So it fits your ideology well, sir, and your what are, agenda. What are you doing? I'm dealing with facts. Oh, of course. I'm giving you facts. You, ask ask me any question that you want to know, and I'll give you the facts to back it up. But you won't do that. Okay, well, let's go. Through, let's once again ask the question: Who died? What police officer died? You truly believe a police officer died in the Capitol riots? Who was it? <laughs> I don't know his name, and it's neither here nor there. Who died? Somebody, uh, a few people died indirectly because of what happened. Many people came close to dying. But see, what you're doing here now is you're, wait, no, 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 wait a minute. You're distracting. I had a question for you. You have yet to answer the question. I'll answer your question. I don't know who it was that died. I don't know the name. I will own that. Okay. Asked and answered. Now, you're telling me that Biden is controlled by somebody. Who is it? And if you can't tell me who it is, how do you know that? Where is the evidence? That's all I'm asking. Where is the evidence? I am not saying for a fact. I am simply speculating. You did say for a fact. Sir, I did not. See, you're back back backpedaling now. This is what you do. You say shit, hoping people will grab onto it, and then you back away when you can't prove it. I know this is I know this is frustrating for you because no because not I'm not true. your typical I'm not your typical democrat. I'm not going to sit back and listen to your shit. I'm going to act just like a republican get in your face and say okay, fucking prove it. So you say you're a democrat. I'm not a democrat. Okay. Hey, you're trying to play um, fucking word games. Don't play word games with me. I can speak as well as you do. I can talk longer and louder than you can. The point is well, I ask I was- you a specific question. Answer the fucking question. How do I know that that Biden is in command of his facilities? I don't. Okay, there you go. Thank you for the answer. Now, let me ask you I this. Still, Joe I Biden. Think you will find out, I think you will find out in time that he isn't. But go ahead. <laughs> well, what, see, what's your question? Well, see, that's the point. You said it as if it's a fact. And this is what Trump will fucks do. Oh, God, we're into that again. They say um, shit, but they can't back it up. They hope it catches traction. They hope people will believe it. They just spew anything like election fraud. The election was stolen. There is absolutely no proof of it. They keep talking about, oh, there's proof coming. There's proof coming. No proof has ever come. They even go to the point with QAnon where JFK is going to come back or JFK Jr. They keep throwing out bullshit, and there's a certain amount of people that believe it. And I hope to God you're not one of them. Okay, well, that's fair enough. I might, and I might not be. Um, you know, I am not so so confident in my in myself, and certainly, I think you are a very um, eloquent individual who has lined up all of the things that he wants to that he wants to pound on. You mean as if I I, I rehearse this? No, here, here's what you have to understand, Mark. Uh, unlike most people, and I do this because this is why I do the show, I pay close attention to everything that's going on. When I see a story that interests me, I dig into it. I look at all kinds of sources, NPR, BBC, 
anything that seems reasonable. And then I then I cross cross uh, cross connect it so I I can figure out what's really true. It's not that I I I, I planned out or 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 had a speech here for you today. I understand what I'm talking about. I've figured out what the facts are, and I'm confident in those facts. So, you know, it's not, well, I don't I just sit down I here think, and speak. I think we're going to have a very tough time determining what the facts are with the Biden presidency because everything is, is at, at best hidden. You know, we, we don't know what's on the laptop because it's been hidden. We don't know if, if Biden is the big guy because it's hidden. We don't know about the corruption because it's hidden. We don't know about his um, why his son calls him Pedo Peter uh, because it's hidden. Um, Please tell so me you're not a QAnon hidden. freak. Please tell me you're not a QAnon freak. First of all, whatever's on Hunter Biden's laptop, let's understand something. The FBI has had it for two years I or know. more. Then why has nothing come out about it? Certainly nothing. Well, nothing about. Joe Biden, you're 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 grasping for straws here. You have nothing to go against Joe Biden. No, you're right. You're right. I don't. But why? Because the media reports forthrightly. You know, just as an example of of where the media is coming from, you have uh, Maxine. What's her name? Maxine Waters. What about? No, no, no. Maxine Maxine Waters. Waters. No, Maxine Waters is a corrupt congressman up up north of me. Um, I don't know of any other Maxine. Joe, oh, sure you do. It's 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 uh, Epstein Epstein's girlfriend. Oh, Ghislaine, no, Ma- put- Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine, yes, thank you. Uh, see, you know, you got four years on me, and your brain still works. <laughs> um, as it was pointed out, Glenn Maxwell is the only person who's ever been convicted of um, child trafficking. Yet right. we have no idea who she trafficked the children to. And you know what? Not I, it, it's hidden. I, it is so hidden. Much, That's about so money. That's not about politics. You know, Donald Trump has as much connection to Jeffrey Epstein as anybody far more than he claims, and that's being proven with his name in in the documents. And uh, the thing is, I don't care if they're Republican or Democrat. If somebody was involved with Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell, and they were involved in child sex trafficking, they should fucking fry. If Hunter Biden does have something on his laptop after all these years and nobody's come out with it, if he does, put the fucker in jail. Nobody cares. But, but. But, but that's all you got. That's all you have. I, I've got I've got a pres, former president stealing top secret documents, potentially distributing them to our adversarial countries, our enemy countries, which is the absolute and absolute definition of treason. So you really okay? All right. you, you're saying that didn't happen. You say he didn't steal the top secret documents. Is that what you're saying? I don't know the law, but my understanding is that he could take anything he wanted out of the White House because he was a president. Well, because Tucker Carlson told you that? No, he can't. No. The law very specifically states these things not only can't can't be taken, they can't be taken out of a skiff. But they're sitting in his fucking basement at Mar-a-Lago with a padlock. 
That is absolutely illegal, without question illegal, and he will be indicted for that. Yeah, well, you can. We, we will see, but the F, the, the FBI put the uh, put the padlock on. So, no, they didn't. Donald Trump. They told Donald Trump, "You need to lock this up better," and that was his resolution. He put the padlock on. He should have had him in the first place. So, are you telling me? Are you telling me that what hunters? Hunter Biden has on this alleged laptop what he has on that. In fact, the guy who had it originally came out and said there wasn't shit on it. But that's beside the point. Let's give you the fact there may be something on it. Do you think you can buy into that with absolutely no facts, but you're not so sure about Donald Trump taking top secret documents when there's fucking an FBI search and pictures and fucking proof of it? See, you see, you see how that okay, doesn't make stop. sense? I understand where you're coming from, but I'm not sure that you're correct. I am. Well, of course you are. <laughs> so, so, so please, just, please explain. to say that I think so much is hidden, deliberately so. You know, Ashley Biden can't state that, you know, her father, you know, took showers with her. But, you know. <laughs> please. Please. And, 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 and you know what? The, this, the, what does this have to do with anything? It's all bullshit. They put out. A, let, let me tell you something. They put out a picture of him kissing a kid on the head, and it happened to be at his son's fucking funeral. And that kid happened to be his grandson. But they tried to make it out to some pedophile bullshit. And and that's the thing. You perpetuate that stuff because you got nothing of fact, nothing of substance to back up. It's bullshit. Okay, once again, you know, I'm sure you, we all have our beliefs, and you may be <laughs> more in tune. You may be more in tune with yours than I am with mine. You have alternate facts. Is that what you're saying? I mean, the facts are the facts. You can't, you can't oh, deny sir, the facts. Facts are not the facts. <laughs> well, that's what Donald Trump said, and look where he is now. No, facts no, are facts. Facts are to a degree tell me when they're not facts when there's a slant (laughs) how is there a slant when you he he acknowledges he took these documents to this day he thinks he still owns these documents he wants them back he had them in his possession in Mar-a-Lago, and God knows where else. How is that slanted? How is that what, maybe misconstrued? What, Please tell what me. Documents, what documents did he have? Yeah, tell top, me. And how do you know? Tell me how you know. Because NBC told you? Because the, the FBI can be trusted? So why, why did that one agent resign all of a sudden? See, this is... This is the fucking ridiculousness of it. What you do is you, you, you do what Donald Trump does. You try to create confusion and uncertainty and then try to slip out the back door. That's what Donald Trump has been doing for fucking six years. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to accept bullshit for an answer. Well, I don't think we're ever going to find out. Oh, we'll find out. Well, we won't find out what the documents are because nobody's supposed to see them. Save for Donald Trump showing them to everybody. The FBI can't even look at him when they took him out of there. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. That's not true? I have no idea. Well, see, that's the thing. That's the thing here, Mark. This is this is what 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 Trump people do. 
They spew things out and they say, well, I'm not sure. It could be. It might be. And then they try to try to try to cover everything up by saying, well, we're not sure. That was the whole goal of Donald Trump with the January 6th thing. Create uncertainty. He even said himself, just say it's election fraud and I'll handle the rest. Because that's what Donald Trump does. He creates he creates uncertainty and then he delays and diverts and he distracts. And I, and I can't think believe that's true for all these politicians do. Well, yeah. Nothing like we've ever seen with Donald Trump. The only good thing Donald Trump has done is How would you know? What? Trump. I've always considered Trump to be an idiot. He's an idiot. Well, actually, you know, you called him a bit more than that. But um, I'll stand by anything I said about him because he is an absolute imbecile. You talk about you talk about Joe Biden not to being able to complete a sentence. For God's sake, have you ever listened to Donald Trump? He can't even stay on topic. He can't even complete a sentence and make it make it coherent. Especially now that he's losing his shit. All right. Well, once again, you, you, that's I not true. Not. You think he's perfectly coherent all the time? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying he's perfectly coherent. Okay, I'm he's a, shit a little better than Biden, but he's not perfectly coherent. How do you make that comparison? What is it that Biden does worse than Donald Trump? Well, I think he does a better job of making up making up words. <laughs> really? Come on, Mark. You're you're an articulate guy. You have a good vocabulary. You you, you tell me you can't see Donald Trump <laughs> is limited vocabulary. He he doesn't think about anything he says. He just pulls it out of his ass and he spews it. And every I time he does, true. he implicates himself. I, well, I, I don't know about that, but I do believe he just pulls crap out of his ass all the time. So that that that's that's a good trait for a president. I think it's a better trait than you know Biden scripted. He can't even read a fucking teleprompter. Uh I tell you what, you could put Biden up next to Donald Trump and have them do a speech and it would be embarrassing for Donald Trump. I'm you know, look, I'm not a big fan of Biden. I didn't think he was the greatest president. I think he was the best option given the circumstances. Um but um but he he is far more coherent than Donald Trump. I mean Donald All Trump right. is constantly grifting I mean, once again, that, that's an interesting interpretation. But okay, going forward, let me ask you this: um, When Donald Trump lost, and he's whining and crying as he does, Steve Bannon starts a company to try to raise money to get Donald Trump back in office. But what he does, he puts that money in his pocket, and he gets he gets charged with that problem. He he's what, ready to go what, to jail, and, and guess what? Guess what? what Donald the, Trump pardons for that. The fucking news. Read a paper, for God's sake. You don't oh, think that God's happened? Sake. You see, see, that's the thing is you deny everything, even if it's you absolute fact. You're constantly asking me to tell you where I've heard this or I found this or how I believe this. And I've explained that, you know, the vast majority of coverage of Trump has been negative. And perhaps because it's all negative. You know what? Uh, Charlie Manson had 95 percent negative uh, press, too. If you're doing shit wrong, you're going to get negative press. It's not the press is out to get him. 
I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, the, the left side media is all about stirring this up. They're the ones that are responsible. The left media is responsible for even being president. They don't care about facts. They care about stirring it up, making people afraid, making people angry. They're, they well, did it people, then. They're doing it now. If they don't care about facts, where do you know your facts from? Obviously, NBC didn't care about facts when they said that, you know, they were full of, they, they was like a whole time full of. I mean, when do you make the determination? That this is believable and this is not believable. Well, one of the ways you can do this, Mark, is is by listening to the words that come out of their mouth, like Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon went to court and he was convicted of of absconding with money that he collected that was supposed to put Donald Trump back in office. So he's ready to go to jail. Donald Trump pardons him so he doesn't go to jail. He's going to end up going to jail anyway. But the point is... Explain to me how you have a guy who rips off the Trump ends up being convicted, getting ready to go to jail, and Donald Trump pardons the guy that ripped off the very people that support him. Now, you can't say that didn't happen because it's a fact. You heard it out of Donald Trump's mouth. You heard it out of Bannon's mouth. He was convicted. If you say so. Once again, I have, I have no knowledge of this. <laughs> Come on, Mark. You're smarter than that. You read well, actually, not very well, because I can't see shit. Well, but, you can listen. Uh, you can turn on BBC or AP or whatever, the one sources that are a, a little better than the MSNBCs and the CNN. Perhaps I should have. I mean, the, the point is, that, Mark, you, you can't just say shit with no basis of fact. Okay, I can't. You're right. Well, you can, but you can't expect anybody to accept it. You can say well, whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> I think that's fair to say for anybody. But um, I'm, I'm, maybe I was a bit optimistic in thinking I can maintain my, my thought processes during this. You know, certainly, you have a far, more, a far greater um, experience with this. And, you know, I... Perhaps I was foolish to uh, think that I could um, keep myself from being excessively humiliated. But um, I'm not trying to humiliate, humiliate you, Mark. I'm trying to get to understand what what makes you people that think Trump is something special, why they do, because it seems so obvious oh, well, to me. Let me be very clear here. I do not consider Trump to be special. He's better I than don't. Biden, though. He's better than Biden. And you think well, he's getting I, a bad rap? I, I think that, you know, there was an excessive amount of uh, negative coverage. And I think that there were any number of points that I made in those emails. Well, not by any number, but there were some points that I made in the email. I would point out that, um, you know, Trump what, it was not and is not a good person. But then do tell me what possible president other than i think jimmy carter was a good person it certainly wasn't jfk it you know certainly wasn't ford it certainly wasn't um nixon I or i don't disagree with you i think i think any president we've had is flawed in one way or another either narcissistic or whatever i i, I don't deny that but but Donald Trump, Trump is, took it to a new level, or or at least he brought it to the surface because he's very unsophisticated. He brought it to the surface for everybody to see. There may have been people just as bad as Donald Trump, but they were smart enough to not 
expose it to the general public. So I, I, I'll agree it, with you. Well, there are probably that, other presidents that are just as bad. Let's mention, then let's concentrate on that for a second. You're willing to concede that there are people who hide it better than Trump did. And you're willing to concede yeah. that Biden quite possibly is one of those individuals. And I think that's true out of his own words. So even if that even if that were true, so then we should just excuse Donald Trump of all his his criminal and corrupt activities. The the, the no, the, not at all. But that's kind of how you. That's kind of how it feels here. You, it okay, feels, well, that, you may feel that way, and perhaps perhaps you're right. But um, I do believe that uh, Trump was head and shoulders over Biden, and it's only a matter of time before Biden's true sins, even if it's only on Judgment Day, um, come out. But I think that there I, I think that there is enough doubt over Biden's activities to recognize that, you know, he is a very corrupt and perverted individual. But you know <laughs> But but you Good but, but see them. see you say you okay. say that you say that but again you have no evidence nothing to back it up it's just a feeling you have with Donald Trump there are all kinds of facts and evidence and witnesses that prove it but you're willing to give him a pass but you don't like Joe Biden for whatever reason that's fine I'm not a big Biden fan, but you can't deny the fact that he's been the most uh, legislatively successful president in the first two years of his administration, more successful than anybody. He's got more things passed, and that's with the Republicans refusing to help out the middle class. They voted against everything. So, Do do you identify as middle class? Yeah. I don't. I'm poor. Okay. I mean, they, they haven't done anything for you either. Well, that's that's entirely true. But now I've got a lot of kids out there and they're working two well actually one is working two jobs and their husband works two jobs and I don't know if they're gonna survive or not, but um that wasn't Trump's fault. And if oh, if no, you're no. It wasn't Trump's fault. If you're trying to sell, I mean, I don't know what you're paying for ground beef. May I ask, do you know? Yeah, I know. Well, you know, I I just bought a hundred bucks of ground beef at at Costco and I didn't get very much. I shop like Uh, everybody else. But so are you saying it's Biden's fault with regards to the inflation? Is that what you're saying? No, I think it's COVID-19. It's COVID-19, and it's tariffs on China. Uh, It's a lot of shit. But it's not something Biden's doing. Uh, And and, and when Biden's tried to do something about the inflation, the Republicans either either tried to block it or don't vote it. See, the Republicans don't want inflation and gas prices to go down, at least until after the midterms. That's the only thing they have to go against the Democrats with. So they don't want that to be resolved. I think that's true for, for the Democrats, too. You know, they um, apparently he tried to convince the Saudis to push back, and of course you're going to come back with, well, that's not a fact, um, but it's out there, and we can look at it if you want to. Well, the Saudis, um, we should sh- shut down, take everything out of there, 
and, 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 and make them accountable for the shit they do. I've never been a fan of the Saudis, and a lot of our presidents have. The Bushes were. Um, certainly yeah, Donald Trump is. I, I'm no, not a fan was. of the Saudis. Well, um, wait, 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 wait a minute. You're saying Donald Trump's not a fan of the Saudis? I'm saying that Donald Trump uh, did not rescue the Saudis when they called up asking for help. Well, because the Congress wouldn't allow him to do it. But you remember when Donald Trump was over there doing the dance with the swords, you know that uh, his 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 uh, son-in-law got $2 billion from him. And if you think Donald Trump doesn't have a sniffer in there for some reason. And why did they get the $2 billion? Could it have anything to do with the documents that Saudi Arabia really wanted to have regarding? We don't know that that's true. And I'm not saying that it's true, but it's worth looking at. I mean, you give some guy that doesn't know how to manage money $2 billion to manage money, there's got to be something more to the story. Don't you agree? Well, how do you know he doesn't have the ability to manage money? Because the only people he's ever worked for is his father and his father-in-law in real estate and in politics. He's not a money manager. In fact, the Saudis around the crown prince said, don't give him the money. This makes no sense. But he did. I thought we would- I thought we were talking about um, his uh, his son-in-law. Right. Kushner. Kushner, that's it. Yeah, that's who I'm talking about. He only worked for his father, who spent some time in jail, and he worked for um, his father-in-law while in the uh, uh, real estate business and while in politics. This guy isn't a money manager, so why give him $2 billion? That seems strange to me. I mean, you're talking about all these conspiracy theories with Biden, but here we have a fact that he got $2 billion. That doesn't sound funny to you? All right, now it kind of ends abruptly, and I have to tell you what happened. We were doing the conversation, Mark and I, and then all of a sudden it cut off. I lost him. And I didn't know what was going on. Then I looked and I saw that my internet took a shit. We had a storm coming through. But it worked out okay because we were pretty much at that point where we were going to wrap things up. But I want to make sure you understand, Mark just didn't bail. He got cut off because of my internet. And I apologized to him. I said, you're a good sport for coming on. If you want to come back on at some point when I get the Internet back, we can do that. I'm always happy to have you on. That said, I think we saw uh, Trumplicans exposed once again. They love to talk. They love to throw conspiracy theories out there, but they have no basis in fact. I don't think he grasped that, and I don't hate Mark. Uh, I don't have a lot of respect for people who think the way he does. But again, I appreciate the fact that he stepped up, took on the uh, challenge, and uh, entered the conversation. So again, thanks very much for to Mark for spending the time with us here. And uh, hopefully the folks listening got something out of it, whatever side you're on. Well, I know all you podcast listeners are on my side, so... Enough said about that. Anyhow, that is the podcast with Mark and I, the uh, Boomer v. Trump fan. Hope it was enjoyable for you. Uh, Let other people know I didn't give much lead time to this because I wasn't sure he was going to show up or not, but he did. He was right there and ready to go, so I appreciate that immensely. We're going to wrap up the Rational Boomer podcast. I hope you have a great day. And we will talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Rational Boomer Podcast. 
Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll see you next time.